Let's look at 3 John 2. We, we started a series some time ago on healing, uh, and then, uh, you know, we were on vacation, then we had just some other things that we had on Wednesday nights, and, you know, we don't just start a series and we're locked in, uh, or we don't, you know, we don't, we're not locked in ever on any given uh, service. We're going to, we never to be led by the Spirit of God, so, you know, we had other things that we felt uh, needed to cover, so we're going to hook up with that series um, now, tonight, if you didn't hear the first messages, they're on the line, uh, online, number of places, YouTube, our website, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, they're on the Facebook. Uh, you can go back and listen to those messages. Third John 2. So the series is called God Wants You Well, and I believe this is part five. It says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. In the Amplified Classic, some of these scriptures we already went over, but we're going to go through some of these again as we're segueing into what we have for tonight. In the Amplified Classic, that same verse says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in every way and that your body may keep well, even as I know your Uh, soul keeps well and prospers. It says that you may prosper in every way and that your body may keep well. In the NIV, it says, Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you. You know, this is is the heart of God. This is an opening to a letter, but who, who wouldn't want this for any friend or loved one? Don't, you know, you talk, you call somebody up and, you know, hey, how's it going? Hope everything's going well. You write an email or text. Hey, Hey, so-and-so, how you do? I hope, hope the family's well, right? You don't, this is, this is your heart for anybody you love. Well, it's God's heart for us, and he's made a provision for it. He's made provision for us to be well and healthy. It's always God's will that we do well in every area, and, and that includes bodily health. In the NLT, it says, Dear friend, I hope all is well with you, and that you are as healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. As that you are healthy in body. It's important that we're healthy in body. Amen? If you've ever been sick, and I'm sure everybody has been sick in one way or another at some point, even if it's just a cold, it's not fun. You don't want... Your day doesn't go as well. Now, I mean, you can have joy through it and believe God, but hey, just to do without it is much better, right? Sickness is not a good thing. It's not God's will ever. He wants us to be healthy in body. If you, could, if you willed that for your loved one, how much more, if we believe God loves us, how much more does he will it for us? You've got to have twisted thinking to think anything else. And we talked a lot about that in the first few messages. John 10.10. 10. It says, The thief does not come, this is Jesus speaking, The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. Talking about the enemy. The, the devil is a thief. He steals. Well, sickness is a thief. Sickness is of the devil. And sickness steals from you. It steals your time. It steals your money. It steals relationship. You know, precious time with your loved ones. It can cause people to get in strife because you're stressed out. You're hurting. It steals. It kills. And it destroys. It kills people, literally. And it destroys lives, destroys livelihoods, destroys businesses, of course, destroys bodies. It is a thief, and it is of the devil. It's that simple. Any sickness, any bodily um, 
ill is just not of God, period, and we ought to stand against us, stand against it just like we would sin. Just much, you don't want to have anything to do with it, and you don't want to have anything to do with sickness, and any bit of it, we, do, we just stand against it. We don't tolerate it in our lives. So it said, Jesus said, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. So that's why Jesus came. See, notice there's, there's no negative there. He said, I've, I've come that they may have, talking about his sheep. We're his sheep. He's the good and great shepherd. I, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. That's, well, when, that's why Jesus came. When, when you're feeling good, well, you can be living the good life. When you're not feeling good, life could be better, right? You know, you could be thankful for the things that are going well, but it could be better. When you're hurting in body, it steals from you. It's not, you're not living your best life at that point. The NLT says the thief's purpose is to steal and uh, kill and destroy my purpose. Jesus' purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. In the Amplified Classic, it says, The thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. I came that they may have and enjoy life. Again, sure, you can enjoy life if you're, if you're not feeling well, but it's just so much easier to enjoy it when you are feeling well. You don't have to work at it so much. You know, don't have any pain. So much easier, so much better, and that's God's will for us. Praise God. Let's look at Luke 5, verse 15, this this evening. It says, However, the report went about concerning him, concerning Jesus all the more, and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him, of their infirmities. Notice it says the report went out or went around concerning him, concerning Jesus, and great multitudes came to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. Let's look. Let's read uh, Luke six seventeen. It says he came down with them and stood on a level place with a crowd and his disciple of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem. And from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon, who came to hear him and be healed of their diseases, as well as those who were tormented with unclean spirits, and they were healed. All of those, it says, and they were healed. Verse 19, and the whole multitude sought to touch him, for power went out from him and healed them all. Notice the last part of verse 17. It says a great multitude of people came who came to hear him and be healed of their diseases. So it said in Luke 5.15 that they, people came to hear and to be healed. Here it says they came to hear him and be healed. So how are you? Now we're talking about, there's, a, there's many ways to be healed. And we may get into those, you know, there's different methods of of being held different points of contact, but in general, you're, you're either going to be healed by a move of the Spirit, God sovereignly doing something, 
or you're going to be healed by faith, by your faith. You cannot control the move of the Spirit. You can't make it happen. When people try to make it happen, try to perform, you, you get into trouble. You can't control God. And, you know, if somebody gets, uh, even, you know, a, a minister is in, uh, used in a certain way and, and uh, certain gifts of the Spirit flow, if, if they would get into a mode where they feel like they have to perform and they're expected for things to happen in a service and they try to make it happen, you can start opening yourself up to demonic activity and to wrong spirits and not the Holy Spirit. You cannot control those things. The Bible says it's as the Spirit wills. You say, well, why does God do certain things in these areas? We don't know everything, why God initiates certain things. You can ask Him. We see in the Bible where He initiated uh, certain healings. That's, it's, the Bible says it's as the Spirit wills. You can't control it. You can't do something to make it happen. But what we can do always is we can receive healing by faith. Always. We can believe God, believe what He said in His Word, and you can receive healing. Nobody has to, you know, being prayed for is a way to receive healing, but you don't have to have anybody pray for you. You don't have to have anybody lay hands on you. There's nothing wrong with people laying hands on you. That's a, that's a method to receive healing. But, but ultimately, I mean, all those are ways to receive by faith. Um, but w- however, the method that you're receiving by faith You can do that at any time. You can believe God and receive what He's promised in His Word at any time. Well, how are you going to be healed by faith? The first step to being healed by faith is to hear. Always. Did you hear me? You have to know what God said. You have to hear the truth. Of the Word of God on healing, this goes for any area. We're talking about healing, but it goes for any area. You could have faith in one area and not have faith in another area. You could have, be very strong in one area and have heard the Word and be very weak in another area. Just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you, know, you, you cross the board. It's, it's no more than you're, you know, you're a human and all your muscles are developed the same. Not necessarily so. You know this probably just from being right-handed or left-handed. You, you know, your dominant hand and arm and leg is probably stronger. That's very typical, right? You know, you can play sports, you know, better with one hand than the other. Doesn't have to be the case. It's whatever you work on, right? You know, if you're, in, if you're um, at the gym always working on your biceps, but... And, you know, your upper body, but never working on your legs, you may be top-heavy, right? Running around, you know, somebody sees you from waist up, wow, and then they see you come around the corner, and, you know, you don't, you know, you're not, you're not, uh, haven't developed your legs. Or you could just work your right arm and be completely lopsided. Well, it's the same spiritually. You could, uh, you could have great faith in one area because you've heard the word because you studied it and be very weak in, in a different area. So it comes back to hearing the word. Hearing 
is how you're going to receive faith. Romans 10, 17 says, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Hearing, or faith for what God said, comes by hearing what God said. So you have to hear. So we read in these verses, let's look at them briefly again. Look at Luke 5.15 with that in mind. Luke 5, and then we're going to go on to some other scriptures. But Luke 5.15 says, However, the report went around concerning him all the more. Now just look at that. And we'll see more examples of this. It says the report went around concerning him, concerning Jesus. What is that? If the report is going around, people are talking about it. So other people are hearing about it, right? People are hearing about Jesus. People are hearing about him. Hearing about what? About what? Well, evidently that he's healing people and that he has that he's anointed to heal people, which we'll look at, because it says great multitudes came together to hear. So they came together to hear and then to be healed by them, by him of, of their infirmities. So they came to hear. Notice they didn't just come to be healed. We'll touch on that in a minute. Luke 6, verse 17. Let's read this verse again. He came down with them and stood on a level place with a crowd of disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon who came to hear him and be healed of their diseases. Notice they came to hear. Everybody say they came to hear. They came to, hear. They came to, be, to hear and to be healed of their diseases. So they came expecting something. They came to hear and then to be healed. And then it says, as well as those who were tormented with unclean spirits, and they were healed. Notice, those that heard. It says they were tormented by unclean spirits, but they were healed. Well, they were hearing the word, and the spirits were driven out. Verse 19, the whole multitude sought to touch him, for power went out from him and healed them all. So, healing... Or hearing is so important to healing because we need to know what God said. It's always true. Do you know there is a truth, there is the truth in every area, the truth of God's word and healing in every other area, and when you know the truth, that will make you free. You, you, there's some things that we're accepting because we just don't know. And you may say, well, I've heard certain things on healing. But if we're bound, then we haven't heard the thing that will set us free. Sometimes what we're doing is we're trying to reach out and just grasp. And it's like, I'm trying to get healed. I'm trying to get healed. But we can only believe as far as we know. And if we hear the truth, we say, oh, wait, what? That's... Oh, you mean I'm free here and I don't have to put up and it can just set us free that easy. Sometimes we're trying to grasp, grasp something instead of just understand what God has done and that knowledge will set you free. It's just like knowing your rights and privileges, let's say, at your, your place of employment. You know, you could think, oh, if only I could get something, only could get something, and then you read your, your employee manual and realize that's already been provided. I just have to go down to this desk and it's done. You didn't have to earn it. You didn't have to jump through any hoops. It, it was there. But that knowledge is what helps you to do that. You could be putting up with something 
like on your job or whatever, and realize I don't have to put up with this. I just tell my manager this, and it's done. And it was done in one day. You know, done in a few hours. Well, that's the way it is with Christianity, with, with the Word of God. We need to hear the right thing, and it's not a matter. Well, I heard that. Well, I heard that, but when, you, when we say something like that, we're, just, we're acting like, okay, there's some mystic thing out there, or it's God's fault, and I just don't know, but I'm just going to stand here, and maybe they'll change somehow. It's always a matter of knowing. It's always a matter of hearing God. It's always a matter of coming, light coming, so where we can walk in what He has provided. It's not, it's not that God's withholding. It's not that God's playing favorites. He's given, but then it's, it, it's incumbent on us to hear what He said so we can take advantage of it. That's how salvation comes. People hear the truth. Now, they have, faith will be there. They have an opportunity to receive it, to accept it, or to reject it. Well, same thing with every area. Say, well, nobody would reject salvation. Are you kidding me? People do it every day. Well, nobody would reject healing. Well, you would think that wouldn't be the case, but you can. The only way that would happen is if you're, you have wrong thinking somehow. You've been talked into it. But, you know, there is an enemy that tries to distort st- things. You know, teaching that, that somehow it's God's will that we be sick and all kinds of variants on those things. But it is so important that we hear the truth. And it's not just once. You can always believe. When the truth goes forth, forth, let me just say this, when the truth goes forth, you can always act on it and you can always believe. If faith is there, you can act on it. So there's not this thing, don't fall in the trap of thinking, I must listen to, to something or hear something an X amount of times before some, you know, it's like a, a magical thing just changes and, and I just receive. No, but there is a, tr- so don't, don't fall into that ditch, but don't fall in the ditch either that, well, I heard that so I never have to hear it again. We're not talking about intellectual hearing. We're not talking about you heard a piece of information and you heard what that word meant or you heard what this, you know, how to do this calculation and so you got it. You're talking about faith dawning on our heart, getting into us spiritually to where we see, not intellectually, spiritually, that we believe. That's, that's how what we're talking about. Um, we talk about faith comes by hearing. Faith comes as we hear the word of God with your spiritual ears. That, that it comes and it dawns on your heart. See, the, the word goes forth. The Holy Spirit's going to quicken that to us. And if we'll, once we see it, then, then faith is there. Then we can act on it. Then that's another part. We're talking about hearing. Yeah, we have to act on it. But if you, don't have, if you don't know, you can't act. If you haven't heard the word, you can't act on it. You can, what are you going to act on? As an aside... This, this, this goes with um, healing as well, but it, it, it applies to every area. You can't act on something unless you have faith for it. We're talking about biblically. And so you have to be believing something. You can't, be believe, you can't just act on something because somebody else did it or you heard a testimony about it. There has to be the Word of God under your feet, either written or spoken to you by His Spirit 
to your spirit, but that word will always be based on the written word of God, the general word of God. But you can't, because somebody else has a testimony of healing, say, well, I believe I'll do that too. Did God prompt you to do that? Do you see that? Do you have faith for it? What does it mean to have faith? You see, you understand, and in your heart, you believe that. You don't, if, if your quote-unquote faith is because something else did something, that's not coming from God, which means you don't have anything really to stand on. It's just a head thing. Well, they threw away their crutches. I believe I'll do that. Now, they're throwing away your crutch, their crutches could inspire you to be like, I believe this too. I'm done with this. But your, your, your belief is resting on what God did, not what they did. Testimonies can inspire you to use your faith, but they don't give you faith. Did you hear me? You cannot get faith from hearing a testimony. You can, I mean, if they're given the word of God, you could hear it from that part of it. But faith only comes from the word of God. So yes, if there's the word of God in the testimony, yes, but the testimony part as far as I acted on the word, that doesn't give you faith, but that can inspire you to use your faith. Amen? So you hear somebody, you're like, man, that's awesome, and God's been prompting you, and you're believing, you know, you're, you, something's coming to you uh, that's based on the word. That'd be like, I, and God's prompting you, yes, you can step out based on what he said. And it's the same in every area. You know, you may have heard Brother Hagen talk about when they started Rama early on, you know, uh, somebody sewed a car and then uh, got another car. So it sewed mean they gave away a car because they believe God led them to do it. Gave somebody else a car. And somebody, else, somebody then bought them or they, were, they, got, they received a better car. So, so somebody was prompted by God to give their car away. And they received a better car. Well, you know what a bunch of students saw and did? They saw that and they said, I believe I'll give my car away too. I need a better car. And you know what happened? They were walking for a long time. Because God didn't tell them to do that. They had heard the testimony. They're like, I believe I'll do that too. You cannot do that. You can. I mean, you're going to walk. I'm just saying, you, you cannot, you can't, that doesn't produce faith. Faith is based on God's word. We're talking about biblical faith, it's based on God's word. Well, what is God's word? It's, you hear it. I mean, we have the written word, but, we, you know, when you're reading words, you're hearing them in your head. The faith comes by hearing or what he's prompted you in your heart. So you can have faith. If he tells you to do something, then you can step out and do it. You know, people have thrown their medication away. Okay. If God prompted you to do that, you got to know that. If God prompted you to do that, then, yeah, follow God. But people have, heard, again, heard testimonies. So-and-so threw their medication away, and then they were fine. And then people have died doing that. I believe I'll be like so-and-so. I believe I'm going to throw my medication. But God didn't tell them. They didn't have faith for it. And they needed the medication, and they died. Or they were dealing with serious side effects. 
hearing is not just you just hear the general word. If you're going to be led in certain things, uh, you got to know that it's God to be able to act. Amen? So sometimes <clears throat> people want to be healed, but they don't want to hear anything. A lot of times. People just want to come and say, just pray for me, I want to be healed, but they don't want to hear anything. What? Again, apart from a moving of the Spirit, and you can't control that, how are you going to get healing? You're going to be walking in faith. Well, how does faith come? It comes by hearing. And if somebody doesn't want to hear the Word, then there's no faith. Well, just pray for me. There's got to be faith in one of two places. It's got to be either on the person praying for the other person, or it's got to be in the person receiving. You can only do so much when you're praying for somebody. You can't control. You can pray on your side, be believing. The other person isn't believing to receive. That's going to hinder it. Because at the end of the day, the person that needs healing is going to determine that more than anything. Well, so many people in this world, it's like, well, if that healing stuff, we're just go and just make it happen. I had somebody say that to me before, like, what, you know, if it was really real, you would just be able to lay your hands on me and it would be done. With that attitude, you don't know God. You're not, you're not reverencing Him. You don't want to hear anything. You're acting like it's a magic incantation. You're going to the healer. You're coming to the healer. You're coming to Him reverently. Why are you coming to Him? Just to get healed so you can go out and serve the world? Serve the devil? God's merciful and gracious, but if you come to him, you, you're on, if you're on the devil's territory wanting to be healed so you can go right back and serve the devil, he's already got you. God's merciful and gracious. It's not him, but you're, not, you're already listening and being hindered from receiving. So you need to hear some things. You need to hear the word of God, and we should come with reverence, hear what God is saying about healing, but he may tell you, tweak this over here, change this thing. This thing needs to be corrected. Uh, there was a story Brother Hagen, Kenneth Hagen uh, Sr. told of a, per, of a lady, she's a young lady, I believe, and she was, you know, teens, maybe 15, 16 years old, and um, she, she had a, a condition, I don't know if it was cancer or what, but her female organs were going to need to be all removed. She, she was diseased and young. And um, there was a meeting. And there was a word of, of knowledge and I guess then wisdom about that, but the, the minister called out, I can't remember if it was Brother Hagen or, or somebody else, but he, I've heard it related, uh, him related, called out, there is somebody here, so this, this lady had been living completely in sin, she had been in fornication, she had been dealing, you know, in sexual things, and had opened the door up for that. And the word came the, the, the fool, um, I think it was in, in Psalms, 
I can't quote it now. So, um, I'm going to look it up. In, in Psalm 107, 17, fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, were afflicted. Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, were afflicted. Then it says later, God sent, they, they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and He saved them out of their distresses. He sent His word and healed them. But He read that, that first, or he, he quoted that first part and said, the Bible says, fools, because of their transgression, because their iniquities, were afflicted. He said, there's somebody in here that they, 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 uh, they're in this position because of what they've done. If you'll cry out to God and say, I'm that fool, then God's going to heal you right now. And she ran up to the front and said, I'm that fool, I'm that fool. And she hit the ground and she was healed. And she didn't have to have the surgery. She heard something, but she repented. It wasn't just somebody could have preached at her and said, God, you know, the, 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 uh, God's will is for you to be healed, but there was something that needed to be changed in her. She needed to re- be repent. She needed to repent. Now, that's not the, the situation all the time. The point is, though, we need to come to God being willing to heal, hear whatever. The word about healing, but it's not just stop by and just, oh, God, you know, I just, I need healing, but, you know, I just want to keep going on my own path. That path will lead to destruction if it's not his path. Our hearts should be, Lord, if he's your Lord, come to him and say, Lord, I, what, whatever, I'm coming to you. I believe your word, and if there's anything, show me the path. Show me what I need to do. Is there something I need to change? Is there something I need? We're not talking about earning something from God. We're talking about things that are gumming up the works to be able to receive from God what He already has for us. Do you see the difference? Anyway, it all starts with he- hearing. Matthew 9, verse 35 says, Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues. Notice the order of this. Teaching in their sy- synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and disease among the people. Notice the order. Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in the synagogue. Well, if he's teaching, what are people doing? They're hearing. Preaching the gospel of the kingdom, what's going on? They're hearing. And then healing every sickness and disease among the people. See, people want that reverse so many times. Well, just get me healed. Oh, preaching, teaching, I don't got time for that. I don't have time for that. Uh, Brother Keith Moore relates uh, an instance in um, healing school. He used to teach in the, the healing school there at Ramah. And, you know, they would have morning services and, and afternoon services. Morning services were just for the sick and their family. Uh, afternoon services were opening up, opened up to everybody. And there was um, this individual that was in a bad shape. And, you know, you would see people that, that they, they if the reason they're there is because the doctors have said there's no hope for you. And, and they, they would come to Ramah's Healing School 
to be healed, to, to get under the word. And there's so many times where they wouldn't just lay hands on them right away. Say, you just sit there and listen. Let the word change you. Let the word be absorbed into you. And then when you're ready, they'll lay hands on you. They'll pray with you because you're ready to receive. There's no use in just, it's not magic. People treat it like it's magic. Well, you got the power. Just, no, it's not that. It's just receiving what God has already provided. But there was this one individual that he was talking to, and I don't remember the exact situation, but they wanted him to pray. And he, he could tell, you're not in a position to receive. You need to come back and listen. Well, no, I got to go, go do such and such. They need to go shopping and whatever. And he was like, so you ha- you're, 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 you're dying. And you have time, you have time to go shopping. But you don't have time to listen to the Word of God. And that's the way a lot of people, well, I don't have time to listen to God. I don't have time to look at God's Word. I don't have time to listen. I don't really care. Just get me healed so I can go on, about, go on with my life, right? Y'all there? It's important what we listen to. It's important what we hear. It's important that when we come to God, we're doing it reverently, but reverently, but we want to hear the word of God. What he said, and that's how we're going to have faith to receive healing. And it's it's not this thing that's out there that's just, oh, oh man, if I could just grasp it, it's so hard, it's only for the elite few that can just break through everything. All's, no, all it is is just seeing what God has done and understanding. And we come, if we come to his word saying, Lord, you show me, please give me r- wisdom and direction. Open the eyes of my understanding. Help me to understand your truth. If I'm not missing it somewhere, make it, if I'm missing it somewhere and I, I'm, it's not clear, make it clear to me. Help me to see. But I come before you and I put myself before you. Show me. I want to hear your word and I want to serve you. I'm not just trying to go, you know, get my body fixed so I can go do whatever in the world. I'm honoring you. Well, you're in a position to receive uh, direction and guidance and the truth of God's word. We're not talking about holiness in the sense of earning but we of something from God. We're talking about putting ourselves in a position to hear so that we can receive the truth and understand the truth so they can work. Amen? If we gave God the same opportunity that we would give a lot of natural programs or, uh, you know, medical programs or therapy, then we could be a lot further. In other words, if a doctor or a therapist tells you do this so much like 30, 30 minutes a day, twice a day and do it continually... We'll go, okay, yes, I'll do that. But sometimes with the word of God, well, I just, I just want it. Just, just show me. And if we just put ourselves in a position to hear and to receive, then that word will direct us and guide us and illuminate our understanding so that we can see. And God has an opportunity to help us and to get to us what he always wanted to, what his, what his will for is, it, uh, is for us all the time. Amen? He's a good God. He's a good Father. It's never on God's, God's end. And let me, let me um, say that that's not to heap condemnation on us in any area. It's not. See, people will go into a ditch on one side and start doing, well, I just, 
if it's up to me, I just can't do it. It's got to be God or it's nothing. Be careful of that because there's so much of that. People have run. They, they felt condemnation or maybe they were in, you know, around some teaching that condemned them or just was legalistic. And so they run from that ditch all the way over to it's just all God and it's nothing to do with me and it's just God's grace and it's just all Him. The problem with that is it's not all Him. He, he, he's holding out His hand, but we have to be able to take. How do you know how to take? How do you see what needs to be changed? It's by hearing His Word and listening to Him. There is a part that we have to play. And it's not a, a negative like, oh my gosh, I, you know, I just, uh, it's, it's, a wor- it's not a works thing. It's a, God is so good and Lord, help me and show me and I'm coming up and you'll, you'll help me and to see and I just want to hear your word. I want to see what you, uh, your truth and show me and knowing that he's good and that he will never withhold and that if there's something that needs to be changed, he'll get it across to me and I'll see what needs to happen. And I'll be, well, that we can receive what God has provided for us in any situation. That with his word and by the direction and uh, unction of the Holy Spirit, that he'll get us over. He'll have the victory plan to see us through with whatever we need to do in our situation. If something's happening in our body, that we can hear his word, and his word comes, and we can hear what he's saying, and at the combination of the two, he'll get us over every single time. Hearing from him... Not hearing what somebody else said, not hearing some other idea, but hearing from him, he'll bring us through. He'll bring us over. And we can just say, Lord, you'll show me. And that's, see, that's faith. You're good. And you don't yield to any thought that says somehow, no, that, you know, it's just God's withholding or it's just too hard. We reject any of that and we say, oh, no, he's good and I'm going to get it. Watch, I'll see and he'll show me exactly where if something's being missed or something's, you know, missing in my diet or I got to do this exercise or I, I got to just see this truth and this has been hooked up. He'll show me. He'll get me over and I'll, I'll be I'll I'll have it. You watch. So you're believing something, so then you're expecting something to happen. And if it's not, not happening, you don't have to act like it's happened. You just say, oh, no, it'll show up. You watch. You watch. It's gonna, I, I'm getting it. I'm get, God's showing me. God show. Don't fall into this. Oh, I just I can't get it. I don't know why. It's just too hard. I just can't get healed. Don't say that. Say, God's word says that I'm healed, and he's showing me the plan to, to come over. And if i got to tweak something, he'll show me how to do it. I'm going to get it. You watch me. When you see me, I'm going to be all whole. My body's changing. And if you get to that place where you've done everything you know to do, then you just stand and you say, you watch, it's changing. God's power is working in me. But how do these things come? It comes from hearing His plans, His, His truth, His guidance for us. And He'll get us through. Every time. He has no favorites. And so if He has no favorites, you're His favorite. That means everybody, he likes you, he loves you, and he wants you to go over.